0: Exercise is probably one of the best treatments that you can do for your thyroid, and yet it's something that most thyroid patients neglect. Not only is it valuable for your thyroid, it's valuable for your entire body as well. I know that some people like to know the why behind things because that helps them actually do those things. So let's talk about why exercise is beneficial for your thyroid, and then I'll talk about how to exercise so you can actually obtain those benefits. And if the benefits I'm about to talk about aren't enough to get you to want to exercise, I don't think anything will. Benefit number one, we have higher free thyroid hormone levels. And this is huge for thyroid patients. Think about it this way. Why are you taking thyroid hormone medication? To increase your thyroid hormone levels. Exercise is a free way to obtain these benefits without the need to take prescription medication. The higher your free thyroid hormone levels are, the better your thyroid will function and the more symptomatic control you will get. I know it can be hard to exercise as a thyroid patient because of fatigue, however, in a paradoxical way, exercising can actually increase thyroid function, which can actually increase your energy. Research shows that exercise not only benefits free T3 and free T4, it also has the benefit on number two, your TSH level. So it makes perfect sense that if exercise were to increase your free thyroid hormone levels, that you would also see a decline in your TSH. This is just another way of stating that exercise improves thyroid function. And again, this is huge because it means that there's another treatment that you can use that can improve your thyroid that doesn't require a prescription medication from your doctor. Normally, if you wanted to lower your TSH, you would have to increase your thyroid hormone medication. But in this case you can actually lower your tsh without the need for altering your dose of thyroid medication benefit number three is weight loss if improving thyroid function wasn't enough to get you to want to exercise then perhaps the benefit of weight loss will be exercise helps thyroid patients lose weight by balancing hormones including thyroid hormone by increasing lean muscle mass and by increasing metabolism not only will exercise help you burn more calories it will also have a positive impact on fat storing hormones like insulin and leptin. Leptin in particular is a big problem for thyroid patients because both fat cells and thyroid hormone are responsible for regulating it. The more fat cells you have on your body and the more dysregulated your thyroid is, the more likely you are to develop leptin resistance. Based on my own experience, weight gain is one of the most troubling symptoms for thyroid patients and it's the symptom that takes the longest to resolve. Exercise is one quick and easy way to accelerate your weight loss efforts and make virtually any weight loss therapy even more effective. This includes hormones, medications, supplements, and pretty much anything else you can think of. Benefit number four is that exercise improves lean muscle mass and the overall health of your muscle cells. Your muscles are a major target of thyroid hormone action where they regulate thyroid hormone signaling. Exercising helps to increase lean muscle mass, which can help reduce muscle pain, improve your metabolism, and help with weight loss. Improving the overall health of your muscles is also important if you're taking thyroid medication, especially medications that contain T3, because these T3-containing medications can have a catabolic effect on your muscle mass. Exercising can help offset the potential negative consequences of T3-containing medications like Cytomel and Liothyronine. It will also help with longevity and aging because maintaining muscle mass is key if you want to thrive as you get older. Benefit number five, exercise helps to improve your mood. Thyroid patients frequently have issues with anxiety, depression, and irritability, which can cycle back and forth. Consistent exercise helps you feel happier and makes your body more resistant to negative interactions. In other words, it doesn't force you to be happy, but it makes dealing with the stressors of everyday life a lot easier. This means that the more you exercise, the more likely it will be that your mood stays regulated and balanced. It can also treat issues like brain fog, which again, many thyroid patients suffer from. So whether it's mood, brain fog, or fatigue, exercise can help. Benefit number six, more consistent and regular bowel movements. Believe it or not, exercise has been shown to help as a treatment for constipation, which is a problem that many thyroid patients suffer from. When thyroid hormone levels are low, the rhythmic motion of your bowels slow down and this leads to constipation. And if you've ever been constipated, then you know that this is not a feeling that you want to have stick around. Exercise increases lymphatic flow and sort of acts as a massage for your intestines which helps promote the emptying of your bowels. This results in more frequent bowel movements and a better quality of life. And finally, benefit number seven, exercise helps reduce inflammation. Obviously, you don't want inflammation in your body in any way, shape, or form, but it's particularly harmful to thyroid patients because it negatively impacts T3 levels as well as thyroid gland health. Inflammation lowers T4 to T3 conversion, which reduces T3 levels in your body, and promotes thyroid gland damage in people who have Hashimoto's thyroiditis or Graves disease. Exercise is an excellent treatment for any case of hypothyroidism, as well as for any patient who suffers from autoimmune thyroid disease. It's pretty clear that exercise is beneficial for thyroid patients, so the question is not whether or not you should exercise, but how should you exercise? And there are several ways to think about this. The first has to do with intensity. Based on all available research, we know that thyroid patients see the biggest boost to thyroid function when they are exercising at 70% of maximal heart rate. I'll teach you how to calculate this rate in just a second, so sit tight. But for now, let's get back to exercise for a second. This level of exercise is right at the cusp of moderate to vigorous based on the American Heart Association. Basically, exercise between 50 to 70% of your maximal heart rate is considered to be moderate exercise and exercise levels between 70 to 85% of your maximal heart rate is considered to be vigorous exercise. Even though you get the majority of the benefit to your thyroid at this 70% level, the reality is that you're still getting some benefit if you go lower than that and some benefit if you go higher than that. But there is a point at which these benefits decline and at which you may start to cause harm to your thyroid. And that level appears to start at around 90 percent of maximal heart rate for conditioned athletes at this level athletes started to see a decline in their t3 level both free t3 and total t3 this is really important because if you listening to this are not a conditioned athlete then it's highly likely that you will start to see a decline in thyroid function at much lower levels of intensity this is because at baseline these athletes did not have any thyroid problems these higher levels of intensity as in getting your heart rate above the 80 percent threshold usually require high intensity interval training for this reason it's usually best to avoid high intensity interval training as a thyroid patient if you are first starting out if you've been exercising for a long time and your body is already acclimated to high intensity interval training then you can go ahead and keep on doing it but if you are someone that is just starting out then aiming for an intensity level of around 40 to 50 percent of your maximal heart rate is probably your best bet. This is because, again, the risk of reducing T3 levels is so severe that you want to stay as far away from that level as possible. Thyroid patients tend to be a little more fragile than the average population, so it's always better to err on the side of starting out low and going slow. The worst thing that you could do is listen to this video, jump out and start exercising, and actually cause damage or harm to your thyroid. Now remember when I said that I was going to teach you how to calculate your maximal heart rate? Let's get to that right now because it's not as hard as you might think. So for instance, if you wanted to calculate 70% of your maximal heart rate, you would take the number 220, subtract it from your age, and then multiply that value times 0.7. For me at age 37, 70% of my maximal heart rate is 128 and I know from personal experience that I can obtain that number usually just by lifting weights. You can easily calculate out 50 or 70% of your maximal heart rate so you know the target that you should be aiming for. From there it's just a matter to paying attention to your heart rate as you exercise using something like a cheap wearable device. The next thing you want to think about is the type of exercise that you're doing. And here we have endurance, aerobic, flexibility, mobility, and so on. For a thyroid patient, the absolute best combination of exercises would be to combine aerobic training with strength training. The aerobic component is there because it's the easiest way to get your heart rate to the desired intensity level. And the strength training component is there for its benefits on muscle mass, bone health, longevity, and metabolism. And when I talk about strength training, we're not talking about body building levels of intensity here. All we're really talking about is adding a little extra weight beyond your own body weight. Believe it or not, just adding a few extra pounds to your exercises, even if it's just 5-10 to 10 pounds, can do a lot for increasing your muscle mass and improving your bone health. A good sample exercise routine for thyroid patients would be 1-2 to two days of strength training per week, along with three to four sessions of aerobic training with a goal to get your heart rate to the 50 to 70% range. And remember, when it comes to your heart rate and intensity level, it doesn't actually matter how you get it there. If you can get your heart rate to that 50 to 70% range with yoga, then go for it. If walking works for you, then do walking or swimming or whatever it is, you can bike as well. It doesn't actually matter what you do so long as you get your body to that 50 to 70% range and you stay there for 20 to 30 minutes. A final consideration for thyroid patients who are trying to exercise would be their thyroid symptoms. As you know, if you're a thyroid patient, you might be suffering from symptoms like muscle pain, fatigue, or even depression. And all of these things can make exercising much more difficult. And if that's you listening to this right now and you're not sure where to start, just start with walking. Even just moving the big muscles of your body for 20 to 30 minutes each and every day will have a positive impact on cortisol and thyroid hormone. The amazing thing about your body is that it is adaptive. So as long as you're doing something or putting some stressor on your body, it will adapt and you will become stronger. We're not running a sprint here, we're running a marathon. And the key is consistency. Having said all of this, exercise is very important for your thyroid, but it's not the only thing that you should be doing. If you want extra help in managing your thyroid symptoms, then I would recommend checking out this video next, which discusses what type of food you should be eating if you want to improve your thyroid as well.